When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's me, Victoria, your DM, and I'm here just at the beginning just to quickly tell you that this episode, the dialogue editing, was done by Ryan Bolter. So thank you, Ryan, so much for doing this, and thank you, and welcome to the Broadswords team. Let's get to it. The last time on the Broadswords... The broads said goodbye to a friend, Anton, who was sucked into a banishment spell. Will they be able to get to Imamar and deliver those orders? Find out in this episode of The Broadswords. Starring Kristen Flemons as Yulari's Roaring Horn, our wizard witch. I'm just going to have a little nap. Tracy Gibbons as Keela, our high elf, Bard Scald. Do you think we should help him? Maybe. B. Zelda as Maypri, our lovable tiefling barbarian. Oh, you're looking less fashionable today. And then there's me, Victoria Rogers, your DM. Help! 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 Anybody! Anybody, please! Is that somebody that's alive? What? Do you think we should help him? Maybe. I'm just gonna have a little nap. Are you a pile of skeletons? No! Are you sure? You legally have to tell me. Maypre? Do I know you? I don't know any skeletons. Buckminster. Oh, you're looking less fashionable today. Well, I've been through some, let's say, shit. Ah, okay, let me just walk over these pile of bodies and bones (sighs) to get to you. No, I'll come to you. Okay. It's best if we get down. Cover, cover, if we get cover. I'll just stay seated then. Yularis? Buckminster, uh, fancy meeting you on this horrific battlefield. Uh, And he stops and just does a huge flourish bow. And then starts running again. (laughs) (laughs) So do we take cover behind bodies? Yeah, that would be a good, there's, mm, oh, bad. Oh, there's bad. Oh, there's bad. Okay, what what bad? We know there's lots of bad. What's the specific bad right now? Well, there's some bad over there, and there's a little bit of bad over there, and I was trying to kind of get away from it, and then I found that there's more bad 
there. So there was bad here, but we, we killed, it. killed it. Extremely great. Yes. That's a good start, honestly. That is a wonderful start. The problem is, I um, I fear we may not have much juice left for further bad, so if we could make ourselves scarce, that would probably be preferable. Ah, well, there, okay, so good news, bad news, I know where some tunnels are. Mm. Ooh, mm-hmm. good news. We like tunnels. Mm-hmm. Bad news, there is... Some bad people camped at said tunnel. How so fire resistant would you estimate these bad people are? You know, I or didn't stab ask. resistant? Yeah. Well, I mean, who's stab? I guess there are people who are stabbed. They're like made of stone or something. Me? But I'm stab resistant. What? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can get stabbed, but it doesn't hurt that much. Do you want to try it? Oh, actually, my no. health points. No. Okay. I, I, you know what? I believe you. Let's leave it there. Um, I'm going to say that they are probably average stab resistant and average fire resistant just as a visual scan. Okay. I mean, I perhaps this is foolhardy, but I feel a little less nervous about regular people than, you know, amorphous collections of shadows and or skeletons, which has been our... Last, I didn't get that you know, close. Couple hours, so if if I'm being honest, I can't promise you that they're not skeletons. Ah, oh, heck! But are Damn. they skeletons coated in flesh? I don't know. I oh. didn't walk up to them. Okay. I saw a general bad sense. Right? They weren't like ha ha ha. Oh, we love Buckminster. Like there was a definite <laughs> foreboding, uh-huh. and so I did. Uh, let's say, uh, the better part of valor. So you first noticed the lack of adoration as opposed to the lack or presence of flesh. Uh, uh, um, Yes, if I'm being honest, yes. Okay. They didn't seem, they weren't carrying the banners of my father. Uh Uh, and so I beat cheeks, as they say, and I got out of there and went running looking for help. And oh, here and we are. What the help? Oh, you Larry's? Uh-huh. This is going to be really good. Is Kila, it? Kila, we're going to do lots of stabbing. Maybe even a little bit of sneaking. I've never tried it out before, but never too late. Wait, I'm, wait. I'm, Buckminster, have you met you Larry's Jr. yet? Excuse? <laughs> I excuse have me? a tiny goat in a baby Bjorn strapped to my chest. The tiny goat has armor. The tiny goat is in a suit of armor. Amazing. All of this is wonderful. Goats are very in this season. Yes, well, obviously. Yes. I would say doing no small part to you. She bleats confidently. Wait, which one, who wait, which one of you made that sound? You or the baby? The baby. <laughs> okay. The baby is a she. Got yes. it. Okay. Um, I was hoping you haven't seen Leon anywhere, have you? Oh, you're completely alone. Yes. I've never seen the two of you apart before. Did you tie your shoes on your own? I mean, I'm not a complete doofus and they're slip-ons. Ah. <laughs> yes, we. this isn't my first time without him, but it's been a long time. 
And if you see him anywhere, uh, if you have seen him, that would be great. We I haven't can't... seen him yet, but we'll yeah. keep we'll keep our eyes open for him. Mipri's gonna kick over a body with her foot. <laughs> okay, not Leon. I hmm. I hadn't even considered that he might be dead. Oh man. <laughs> I'm sure. Elbow Mipri, way to go. Oh no. <laughs> okay, well I can't think about that now. Um, here's more good news. Here's super good news. If you need sneaking, do you know who's super good at that? Me? Leon? Keela? Me. Leon. Uh, no, I was, it was me. I was aiming. <laughs> oh. I was, was going to be one of those things where I'm like, this guy. But you kind of stepped on it. <laughs> do you want to try it again? We can no. uh, reset the. The moment's passed. Okay. This guy. See? <laughs> no. No. I don't need your pity applause. Okay, come with me. Let's do some scouting. All right. Ooh, I've never done that before. All right, let's go. You approach the the lake. What is your order of approach? I am nowhere near first. Uh, how, how sneaky are you, Kila? I'm quite sneaky. Uh, my sneak air, my stealth is plus seven. Your stealth is plus seven. What is mine? Uh, oh, yeah, mine's only plus three. But my perception and insight are out of this world. My <laughs> passive perception is 15. My oh. passive investigation is 21. And my passive uh, insight is 18. I leveled up a little bit. And I took <laughs> anything that helps me in a conversation and things that help me dodge attacks. I still am not good at hitting other people, but I got better at not getting hit. All the things Buckminster would care about. Yes. <laughs> Especially in the middle of a war. Mm-hmm. The running away and the looking for danger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I would say maybe maybe Keela and I are uh, kind of co-leading with her kind yep. of sneaking and Buckminster doing the kind of scouting for trouble and ready to drop if we need to. I'm going to go right behind them because I am also not good in the rear. So... I'm going to stick myself and Yolaris Jr. in the middle. Um, being in the back, I'm taking a little bit more time because Maypre now thinks it's very important to roll over any of the bodies that are <laughs> face down to make sure none of them are Leon. Fair. Oh, God, it's fair. Um, excellent. Uh, so let me just go ahead and do... Yeah, some stealth checks. Yeah. Stealth yeah. checks. Do you want us all to roll, Victoria? Yes, please. Nice. And you, friend... Yularis are at disadvantage for a goat in armor off strapped to your stomach. She is in like full plate. <laughs> She's kind of clanky. Uh, and mm. bleaty. The mine's best 20. goodbye. Dirty 20. Oh, thank God. Mine was an 11 plus 3, 14. Six? Holy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm very tired and so i am not able to like completely stand upright and stealth with Hilarious jr i keep like uh, falling forward and every time i fall a little bit forward her armor goes clunk clunk and <laughs> do she you goes, need a granola Bleh. bar or some like gatorade um any extra gatorade slots. is a drink i make out of alligators Ooh, Ooh. I, it that sounds very exotic and i what would try product? it 
What part of the gator? I All really parts. wanted to know. All parts. You just kind of oh. grind it, grind it, nose to tail. Nice. And then mm-hmm. do you squeeze out the pulp, and that's what you? No, the pulp is part of it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a I'm chunky, try this someday. A Are gators drink. local to Rashomon, or do you have to import them? Oh, only the finest imported gators. Yes. Anywho, I didn't sneak good. <laughs> I was a <laughs> Well, you are lucky in because their perception, we rolled an 11. So anyone above an 11 was successful. Alas, our bleating armored goat <laughs> at least raised some attention from some figures down by the lake. Keela and Buckminster, you are near the front, and as you are sneakily approaching them, um, you see three figures. They seem to be surrounding a corpse. (gasps) This better not be Leon. I'll kill them. And these figures, they look humanoid from this distance. They have long hair, and they wear very simple-looking clothes. And you they remind you of the type of clothes that some of the Betrayer's forces have been wearing. But they seem to all have six arms. Oh, oh man. Okay. That's a lot Seems of arms. Normal. I'm so... no doctor, but I want to do an investigation check on the corpse from here to see if it's Leon. Okay. That is a 17 total. Okay, you look for those telltale signs of Leon with his Buckminster logo emblazoned on his cloak to the custom leather boots you had made for him. He has bad arches. (laughs) This corpse does not have any of those telltale signs. How many many, uh, baddies are there? Three? Three. So not skeletons, but also not human, elf, tiefling, or otherwise. They look like they would give really good hugs. This is or true. Really um, uncomfortable ones. Yeah, they would go too long. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's like you're tapping the back, like, okay, oh yeah, oh, yeah, it's good to see you too. But we gotta go. Um, oh, you're touching my hair. That's uncomfortable. Oh, oh, did you just sniff me? There'd be a little of that, you know, for sure. Um, do we need to get past them to get where we're going, or would it be possible to try to circumnavigate them? You can try to circumnavigate them. Well, that's that's Buckminster's M.O., uh, uh, whatever y'all want to do. That sounds preferable. I'm very tired so. and yes. burnt out. <laughs> I guess. Yes. One of them has their head up when they hear a bleat and you can see them um Yularis do you currently have like a cloak or anything oh you mean this cloak of many fashions oh yes that old thing you haven't lost it (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Buckminster is going to kind of gently reach over into the and like kind of close the cloak around the baby bjorn a little bit. <laughs> I will turn it into like the thickest, wooliest, most sound muffling fabric that I can like full um like sheepskin, like the thickest 
density possible to hopefully muffle the clank of okay. the little armor. Buckminster, could I have an animal handling check? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a plus zero. Here goes nothing. Well, oh, boy. Oh, boy, folks. That's a one. <laughs> oh, no. That's uh, bad. Wow. Hey, thanks for having me on your show. <laughs> You've been destroyed by the goat. Yeah, the yeah, goat Hilarious bites Jr. your face off. Fussy. She hasn't had a meal in a while, so very grumpy. You she know how... is little fussy, yeah. and her little goat hoof back foot darts out and <laughs> kicks you in the arm. Buckminster. Son of a... <laughs> You will not swear at my daughter. Buckminster definitely cries out, though. He's not good with pain. Doesn't deal well with it. Son of a... And, and at that, all three heads uh, raise in unison and swivel to look at the group of you. Well, I mean, of course, obviously. Uh, Buckminster's going to do kind of a... Stay, shh, and Buckminster stands up and says, "'Tis I!" Buckminster Eden, I am willing to be taken captive as long as I am treated respectfully and not eaten. These are my conditions. I want to like from where I'm kind of, I guess, crouched at this point to try and hide from. I want to just gently kind of pull at Buckminster's cloak like, I think that they don't want to treat you particularly fairly. You are. You are sneak. You all are going to surprise them. I'm going to distract them. <laughs> and Buckminster walk, walks towards them. I can give oh. an incredulous look between uh, Napri and Keela. I'd be like, is this the same? Okay. Uh, He's gotten much like braver. War, <laughs> war suits him, I guess. No, <laughs> no, he's just gotten better at talking himself out of stuff. <laughs> That's, he's pretty confident. Confident would be the word I would use. Not necessarily brave, but confident. I am going to cast mage armor on myself again <laughs> and uh, try and start sneaking around to one side. Probably unsuccessfully given the goat Bjorn, but we'll see. Okay. Um, I'm going to sneak in the opposite direction of where Eularius is sneaking. So you're circling around? We're trying yes. to circle, trying to be how, strategic. And Flanking. this is a, uh, DM. How long would you say we have been observing them? Would you say it's been about a minute? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to use Insightful Manipulator then. If you spend at least one minute observing or interacting with another creature outside combat, you can le learn whether it is equal, superior, or inferior in any of its two, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma scores. I would like to kind of get, oh, and class levels. Uh, I'm going to say, what does charisma oppose? Charisma opposes wisdom, intelligence, whatever. I would like <laughs> to know if they are dumb and how weak they are compared to Buckminster, who is level 10. Okay, they appear to be communicating with each other. Um, you can hear a hushed words to each other as you speak. Um, and their lips are moving rapidly. It's going, you're, you have the suspicion that they're at least as intelligent as a regular person. Right. So not as intelligent as Buckminster. <laughs> Confidence. 
as the broads are sneaking about, the one steps forward towards you. Oh, and why should we wish to not eat you? Ah. Tasty flesh you have. One, thank you. Two, I'm the prince. This is a great day for you. This is, can I tell you? This is going to be quite the coup for you, my friends. I am the prince of Rashman, and you capture me, you deliver me to your, you know, your bosses. They, they, this is promotion city, my friends. Bosses. Bosses. <laughs> <laughs> and they all laugh in chorus. Did I misread that? Are you independent contractors, perhaps? Hmm. Intelligent, this one. Yes, intelligent. And the other, the third one echoes that of her friends. We pray here in the battlefield. No more. No less. Oh, so you're in it for your tummies, not your pockets? Indeed. And... The one licks her sharp front teeth. When she opens her jaw to do that, her jaw opens extremely wide. It's grotesque, almost. It un almost looks like if it were a human that it would have unhinged the jaw. Buckminster says, with as much sincere concern as he can fake, oh no, oh, you hate to see that. Oh, have you, oh, have you gotten that molar checked? Roll deception for me, please. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have any knowledge of dental stuff? Do they know My deception is are? plus 12. <laughs> and that is a 16 plus 12, 28. Ooh. No, no, what? What molar? Oh, the third one back. Oh, if you don't get that taken care of, you could lose, you could lose mobility in your lower right jaw. You see her start to poke at her teeth with her tongue. I don't, I don't feel anything. You two see it, right? You see what I'm talking about. They, they look at it. They peer all into their friend's opened mouth. Open wider. Uh and he's going to do while they're starting a quick scan to see where everybody is. Mm hmm Okay? And then he is going to uh, push one of their heads into the friend's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm, strength check. Cool. <laughs> You're forte, right? <laughs> uh, that is a 19 plus 1, 20. Zelda here with some wonderful reviews. This is captioned Amazing Story and Roleplay. Awesome and vivid world. Great PCs who are played by an amazing cast of people. Very well paced and used combat. What is not to like about this podcast? I have been listening for about two weeks now and I am about to finish season two. Can't stop listening. This journey, this crew, and their special guests take you on an emotional roller coaster worth every up and down. 
And on top of that, they keep it totally family friendly. Please keep up the amazing work. You are all awesome. Thank you, Beard Doctor via Apple Podcast. You are wonderful. Hey, what's up? I'm here to talk to you about Cobalt Press's Vault of Magic. There are over 800 items to start, made by many leading tabletop designers, such as Victoria Rogers, and maybe, just maybe, be Zelda. But before I get into that, I have to tell you that there are still some copies left of the limited edition hardcover copy of Vault of Magic. If you are like me and you really like the fancy covers on books, you know, like the basic ones are really nice, but when you can get something that just makes you stand out and look really, really cool, uh, yeah, Cobalt Press offers that. Also, if you back at that tier, you also get a PDF when you're lazy like me and you just want to control F and find the content that you need. And, and, it is available in a VTT of your choice. Uh, Rule 20. Vault of Magic has some really wonderful items. And um, if I could just take a hot second to talk to you about what one of them are, um, there is going to be something by B. Zelda called the Pick of Protection. I think you can imagine how wonderful it is. You ever need a pick to put in your hair and you also need to boost your AC? Well, looking fabulous and charming all of those around you the pickup protection has got your back literally it's got your hair but also your back check it out um more information about vault of magic by kobold press is available in the show notes feel free to click that link and find out more Uh, that is a 19 plus 120. Ooh, awesome. You also get inspiration for that. Yay. Okay. <laughs> you shove the person's, this one somber weave, they're called, head into the other one. Um, and in surprise, the one who had the head shoved into her mouth bites down slightly, and you just hear a muffled cry and a... And at this point, I need everyone to roll initiative. Okie dokie. That Four. tracks. It has been so long since I've looked at dice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> four plus three, seven. Uh, I got a natural 20 for a oh, total dang. of 25. Oh, dang. shit. I got a six. 11. All right. Okay, so we have Keela at the top, Maypri, Buckminster, Yolaris, and then some monsters. They rolled less than me? Uh, I, not a word of a lie, I rolled three, two, one. <gasps> Blast off. <gasps> wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, may the dice gods remain in our favor, knock on all the wood adjacent to me. Okay, Keela. You're at the top of the round. We currently have Buckminster's hands on the back of one of their heads. Well, another one is just chomped down on the head. I'm going to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on the one that is doing the... No, the one who's being chomped, actually. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, the one that's being chomped. So the target has to make a wisdom saving throw. 
I feel if you cast it on the chomper, their laughter would go high, 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 high. That's yeah. true. You know what? You know what? You're right. I actually am going to change to the chomper to hope for it's like a ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Repetitive I'm dental I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of the head inside of the mouth that's laughing. Like, yeah. I don't know why that's extra weird. <laughs> it's very bad, but very it's good. It's troubling. Well, I rolled a unnatural 20. Oh, okay. Oh, well... <laughs> Good start for me. <laughs> Nothing happens. Um, but as a bonus action, I am going to say to Buckminster, Buckminster, that was a great plan, and give him uh, one bardic inspiration dice. So you get a D8. It wasn't a plan, but I'll take it. Maybe. All right, so to add a little bit of context to what was happening, um, earlier when Buckminster took off, Yolarius was like, I'm going to go left, and Keela was like, I'm going to go right. Maypre didn't say a thing, so I kind of imagine she just kind of stood in place and didn't know what to do. She hunched down and, like, was rolling around some bodies. Um, but then, from that distance, it kind of looks like somebody was gonna eat Buckminster. So she's gonna start taking a run at it with these giant leaps while shouting, Don't eat my friend! <laughs> and pull out her uh, glaive, well raging, and give him a good old stab to the gut. Okay, which one are you stabbing? The one that's getting chomped. Okay. It seems the most vulnerable, you know? Attack twice. Uh, does a nine hit? Oh, no. Uh, no. How about a 19? A 19? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I think the first hit, like, I just, like, I run right by them. Um, misjudged, too much <laughs> momentum. It happens. And I skid on, yeah, I skid Is on my icy? heels a little bit. It's dead body E around us? Yeah. There's some blood in the sand. Yeah. yeah. Makes it slippery. Terrible Push. terrain, really. <laughs> but it looks kind of cool as, I, cool as I skid to a stop. And then I turn back on the foes and I'm going to try and stab the other one for six plus two is eight damage. Okay. You stab it. It is now not just screaming in surprise because her head is in her friend's mouth. But now she has just been stuck. Um, so she screams out even more and moves around, raking the back of her neck up against her friend's teeth. There's a part of me that actually feels bad. I feel bad that I did that. It's embarrassing. It's going to hurt their friendship. You don't come back from that in a friendship, right? Because it's like, don't do. hey, don't you owe me $20? Like, yeah, didn't you bite my head? Come on, <laughs> Susan. <sighs> It's like Susan and Karen, and who's uh, the third? Uh, Susan and Karen and Debbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry to anyone listening named Debbie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but not the other two. No. Karen, you know what you did. Ooh. I made the mistake early on, by the way, in graduation of naming a magical bear uh, Susan. And Susan is, like, one of my, like, go-to, like, knee-jerk, uh, I need a name names. So I think at this point, there's, like, four people in the graduation canon that are all named Susan. <laughs> and it started <laughs> with a magical many. bear. <laughs> cool. Buckminster. Uh, so is it safe to say that the one who is doing the biting, that I might have advantage on that attack? Yeah, they are definitely surprised and unaware of everything else Perfect. that's going on around them. Uh, so Buckminster is going to draw his rapier uh, and he is going to, uh, I mean, straight up, he's, he has no uh, qualms. He's going to stab him in the back. Okay. 
you don't feel bad for anything. No, I mean, uh, he wants to survive. Uh, that is a 16 plus 7, 23. That is a hit. Excellent. Uh, and it's going to be a sneak attack. So that is 1d8. 8. Eight. Uh, eight plus three, eleven, and then uh, a f- whoa, five d six. Nice. Okay. One, three, five, ten, fifteen. So twenty six points of damage altogether. Then he's gonna disengage and move away. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, two of them are distracted. Is the third one? Not that I want you to get attacked or anything, but, you know. No, the third one is not distracted insofar as they're just watching in horror what's going on. Hilarious. Is there any chance that in a five-foot circle I can get all three of them? No. Okay, so I will sigh a deep sigh of exhaustion and just uh, and I will cast moonbeam again over top of the one that is biting its friend's head so that I can catch the two of them within this circular cone or cylinder let's be specific with our geometries a cylinder of ghostly radiant light that shines down upon the two of them um, and on their turn, which I guess comes next, so we could do it now, they will have to make boop, 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 ba-doo. They'll have to make constitution saving throws against me. Okay. And I'm well, going to try and hunker down as much as possible with the Hilarious Jr. so they cannot see me, but <clears throat> and maybe back up a bit. But yeah, I'm going to cast a moonbeam down upon them. The biter rolled a 11. Nope. And the bitee rolled an unnatural 20. Yes. Ooh! <laughs> an so, unnatural 20! <laughs> spooky! So they take uh, an 11 damage for the one that uh, is that failed, and half that for the one that succeeded. And I am running out of spell slot. Super cool. That's okay. Love it. Back to the top, Keila. Oh, wait, no, it's monsters. Yeah, monsters. Oh, no, they, they don't, don't need go. a turn. It's all good. It, the biter is going to put their hands on the shoulders of the bitee um, <laughs> and push them from their mouth. Makes sense. Um, and she, you can see she... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and spits, and there's actually like it's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's gross. So uh, far, yeah. And that is her action is kind of getting her friend out of her mouth. And then the, <laughs> the, we have the the next one who is shoved, and she falls back, and that doesn't save. So she falls back. She is considered prone. Okay. Um, and so for her turn, for her action, she stands up and she whirls around to look at this raging tiefling barbarian who is right next to her, um, who has just stabbed her in the side with her glaive. Um, and she reaches out first with one of her claws. And that is 26. That hits. Ooh. 
his but a scratch. <laughs> For you. Doing nine damage, slashing damage. Nine So slashing? that is half. For you, so that's four. And then she goes in immediately after the slash. It's like a slash and a bite. And she goes to chomp down on any fleshy bit she can get on you. Natural 20! Oof. Oh no. That takes eight piercing damage. Okay. And please give me a constitution saving throw. Uh, 15? No, unfortunately, you take 14 poison damage. Oof. Oofa doofa. He really what does that look like? Her teeth lately. Um, <laughs> I told you. So important, I told you, know? you. This is what I was saying. I just think like she goes to take a bite of like my shoulder, and like when her like, she pulls her head away, it's this horrible, ghastly like. It already looks infected and is oozing something black, kind of wound, and it's just it's poisonous and it hurts. And it smells bad. Mm-hmm. I think what's oozing is what was oozing out of the corpse she was eating. Oh, nice. No. Yeah. I mean, ew. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the other one who is now going, oh my goodness gracious, what is going on here? She is going Land to... Land Goshen. Well, I'll be damned. Take a swipe at me, Pri, as well, since you're the one standing right there. Um, but that is a... 16. That hits. Just hits. Oh. <laughs> okay, and that is then, that's a slash, so that is nine points of slashing damage. So she goes in and just rakes your side with her claws. I look a mess. <laughs> Keela. So I am entirely out of spell slots and I am very upset and in fact, I would say I'm angry about this fact. So I'm going to go into a rage, pull out my weapon and sprint for them to go in for just some good old slashing damage. I'm going to go for the one who the the bite the biter seems to be having a really hard time right now. So I'm just going to continue with giving them a hard time and go mm-hmm. in to attack the the biter. First attack is an 18. That's it. So that's going to do 10 damage. The second attack's a natural 20. There we go. Oh, no, I dropped my dice. This is so intense. Ooh, I rolled an 8 on my D8. So that's going to be 12 times 2, 24 damage. Hell yeah. I did This might be the most you've ever done with your sword. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, yeah, you... The... The, the biter is not looking great. Um, she is bleeding profusely um, and she's hissing um, at everyone at this point. That brings us to Maypri. Everybody I have fought today has ruined all of my clothing. <laughs> I have been cut. I have been slashed. I have been hacked at. I have been bitten. This is ridiculous. And I'm going to slash at the one that bit me, but I'm also going into a frenzy for a third attack. Yeah. And I will take that second level of exhaustion now oh, for this. No. <laughs> no regrets. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. Boop. Boop. Let me assume that went. 19, 14, and a 15. They all hit. Nice. Sick. I don't do a whole lot of damage. Six, seven. 
21, 22, 22! Just kidding, I'm great. <laughs> Hack and slash. And who was that? It was like, the one that bit me. Which I think was the bitee, right? That was the bitee. Mm-hmm. Incredibly rude. So rude. Mm-hmm. Like, go brush your teeth before yeah. you bite somebody. Yeah. It's common decency. Yeah, floss, okay? Mm-hmm. Very important. She says, um, as you slice and dice at her, um, and she steps one step away from you um, to way away from this frenzied onslaught that you were bringing against her. Buckminster. Yeah, that's me. Um, uh, yeah, that's my name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> Just a cool thing, I say. Um, Buckminster, so the biter is looking worse for wear, correct? Correct. Uh, and was just attacked by Keela, correct? Mm-hmm. Then Buckminster is going to move to flank her, the biter, and is going to, once more, rapier attack. That is an 8 plus 7, 15. Yep. Uh, and sneak attack. Oh, well, it was only a 1 on my D8, so that's <laughs> 4 points of damage, but here we go. 4. Oh, no. I lost that die. Time to switch to a different one. Gone forever. 9, 14, 19, uh, 22. So 26 points of damage total. Nice. And what then, does and it then he disengages like? again. <laughs> so uh, what it looks like is a deep lunge. He lunges into, sees exactly where he was disengaged, lunges in as deep as he can, and backstabs her with like that deep lunge kind of like right in like the base of the spine and kind of like digs up in with the point of his blade and then springs back off that foot to be back again away where he was, staying a good distance away. Powerful glutes. Yep. You see her shoulders jolt up as you dig in with your rapier and then it just hunches and as you pull out her body falls to the ground inert. One down. Hilarious. Oh, and um, I'm also going to use, sorry, yeah, because I forgot great. to do this last time. I am a master of tactics and I can use hmm. help action as a bonus action. So cool. I am going to be ready to help uh, Maypri in her next attack. All right. Okay. Um, so the one who just fell used to be the bitee, correct? The one that the just fell was the biter. Biter. Okay. <laughs> one of them is Susan, if that helps. Yeah. Yes, it does. Susan Karen is, is down. Susan Karen is left. Is Debbie is Debbie's, untouched. Debbie's untouched. Is there any way for me to shift the moonbeam to get Susan and Debbie at once? No. It's okay. It's a five foot Yeah. Cylinder. I didn't know how close they were. So I will keep it over, I think, Debbie or Susan. Susan. Is Susan? left. Yeah, Susan and okay. Karen were in the bite. I will keep that over, centered over Susan, and I will throw also towards Susan, because she's taken a bit of damage, a chromatic orb made of fire. Okay. So I guess I need to roll to attack, which is not something I do that often. <laughs> I think you did it in season one. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, Twelve. No. Uh, okay. What cool. does that fizzling out 
monochromatic fire orb look like? I mean, I think I said I was hunched down before, so I think I'm like peeking up over a corpse and I'm like trying to hurl it over a corpse, but I misjudge the distance and like my elbow hits on somebody's skull and it sort of just goes wide and I'm like, ah, hit my funny bone in the process, hit my funny bone on someone else's funny bone, maybe, who knows? And yeah, it's just tragic and... I have one spell slot left in my entire life, but that's super cool. That's fine for a wizard. No big deal. <sighs> At least the moonbeam's still there. I'm just going to keep scooching backwards. All right. Susan has to <laughs> constitution saving throw. Yep. That is a 12? No. No, ma'am. Ooh. Um... Seven and six, 13 points of radiant damage. What does that look like? Um, I think so that the cylinder of ghostly light is sort of persistent, but as Susan fails against it, it sort of ignites a little bit and you can sort of see the shapes of some of the spirits potentially from this battlefield reaching up and just sort of like ripping pieces of perhaps her ethereal being out of her. Ooh, in that ghostly radiant creepy. way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to lean into you, Larry's being terrifying. <laughs> okay. Um, well, they are doing that, and then they are going to do the sensible thing, and that is move. <laughs> um, and they're going to run out of this column of radiant Ow, light. Mm -hmm. and Could I take an opportunity attack against them, or is that only on my turn? Never no, done no you can do an opportunity attack. Oh, never done this in my entire D&D experience. Oh, this really? is exciting. Opportunity. Yep, attack. That's attack, just classic attack, attack roll. Yep. See if it hits. 20 to hit. 4 plus my rage is 6 damage. And I want to slash at one of the arms. That's when I cut off a hand. I don't think 6 damage is true enough to cut off a hand, but they have so no. many. But it cuts down to the bone, and it hurts like a bastard. Felt good. That's what you get. In retaliation, she is going to hiss, and she throws her hand out, kind of Spider-Man style, um, and a web comes shooting out of it towards you, Maypre. Is that a wisdom save? Nope. It is an attack roll. So... <laughs> <laughs> And it's plus seven to hit, and I rolled a 16. It hits. Yeah. So you become restrained by webbing. Now, you can get out of this webbing. It will be a strength DC check, a strength check, um, but that will be your full action to break okay. out when it's your turn. And yeah, this webbing, though, is very odd. Um, it is light and silvery, and but it... When you look at it, which you can't help but do because it's covering you, it's almost as if you can see another place inside of it. Just through it. Hey. You hear muffled sounds of panic. A very shadowy place. Oh my gosh. And that brings us to Debbie. Debbie is going to take the advantage of you being restrained. 19 plus 7. That'll super hit. And she is going to claw at you through the webbing. And that is six points of slashing damage. Okay. How, how are you feeling, Maypree? 
Oh, I'm great. I'm not even a half elf yet. I mean, mm, 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 okay. Mm. It took me a second to realize you said half health, and for a second I thought you said I'm not even a half elf. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> is that what happens when I haven't been around in a while? Is that what happens when May Queen gets really badly hurt? She turns into a half elf. Gosh, <laughs> that's confusing and terrifying. But I'd be here for it. <laughs> Keila. Okay. Um. So as my bonus action, I'm going to use uh, my spirit assault to summon my wisps and attack Susan because I'm very upset with Susan right now. So the first does eight damage and the second does six damage. Um, and then I'm going to go in with my rapier also after Susan because it's just time for Susan to go down. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to attack her twice. The first is a 16. Yep. So that's going to do eight damage. And the second's a 12. Mm. No. Okay. So it's eight plus eight plus six, so a total of 22 damage. What's it look like when Susan falls beneath your rapier skills? I think I imagine that as my my wisps go in to attack her uh, with their necrotic damage, they kind of, you know, push her back and I can see one side of her three shoulders, or I guess one shoulder, three arms is flung back. They hit her again on the other side and her other arms are flung back and finally I come in and give her a good stab in the heart before she tumbles, before really collapses down onto the ground. Into a heap next to Karen the Biter. And that brings us to Maypri. You are in a web. We said strength save? Yep. Why? A ten. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is just really thick webbing and its silvery strands. You feel a breeze coming through them? Hmm. There's a lot of struggling, a lot of confusion happening beneath Mm -hmm. all that webbing. And Buckminster. Buckminster looks at Debbie, the remaining one, and says, if I may, allow me to point out how the odds have shifted perhaps not so much in your favor as they were at the beginning. If I might make a suggestion, you could just go. Like, there's plenty of dead bodies around that you could feast on. This didn't break the way that you wanted. So you could just go, and we'll go, and it's done. And I'm going to make a persuasion. persuasion. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That is a uh, nine plus 12, 21. Okay. I will make a challenge roll. That's a 15 plus one for wisdom. So 16. That does not. She looks at the three of you, looks down at her two dead friends and starts to scuttle away. But she's like half walking on her six legs, almost like a spider, um, going backwards. Yes. Yes. Go, go. Okay. And then he, uh, Buckminster, with an eye on her, is going to attempt to cut Maypre loose. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. It parts quite easily with a blade. Mm-hmm. Oh, heck. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, there was a lovely breeze in there, though, you know? Wait, what? Uh, yeah. 
That's probably well, not so bad. Probably not normal. I looked out at the spider and web. Can I keep some? Yeah. It's like ball it up into like a little gross web ball and put like it in my pocket. Like a ball of old tape. Yeah, exactly. Just as sticky, too, after you've rolled it around yeah. a lot in your hands. I've done yeah, a lot of theater. Okay. Yep, you do that. And now you have some shadow webs in your pocket. I will add that to my inventory. <laughs> yes, please do. Um, and Maypri, you said you were all sliced up. So Buckminster was very touched uh, when he heard you say, uh, don't eat my friend. And he likes when people consider him not only their prince, but their friend. Uh, so he is going to offer you his cloak of billowing uh, to make up for your all sliced up. Maybe not to keep, he says, but definitely for right now, as uh, you have been bit and slashed and all of these things and... It's ruined your nice clothes. Thank you. This it. Wow. It's kind of like that wind that I felt in the cobweb, but all on its own. Yeah. And this one you get to control and look <gasps> super cool. But like I said, maybe what? not to keep. We'll talk. Okay. I hug myself with the cloak. Let's take one step away from you. This might be mine. And it's magical. So even though I think you're taller than me, it fits. It totally fits. Oh, it's a magical. <laughs> magical. Definitely taller than you. Yeah. I'm definitely going to keep Moonbeam up until I see, like, Debbie disappear fully. Yeah, Debbie disappears over a crest of a hill um, to where it is a denser area of bodies. Okay. And I'll drop the spell and just sort of, like, collapse down. I'd be like, so, um, maybe a little rest at any point ever, maybe? Perhaps. Buckminster is going to do an investigation check to see if there's anything that would be like any kind of shelter or give us any kind of defensible position to kind of chill for, you know, 10 to 20 minutes. Um, yeah, you know, the caves are right there um, and the caves should be pretty good. Like the caves that are the tunnels caves or just like. Yes. OK. Oh, the yeah, caves yeah, yeah. That lead to the tunnels. Yeah. yeah. OK, let's get um, let's get in the tunnels. Uh, we'll kind of chill there, keep an eye on both, you know, in both directions. Uh, I have some, you know, some nuts and berries. I got Ooh. some food, a little jerky, fish jerky. Uh, we can hang out, catch up. That'll be nice. I brought, I have some wine. We can just hang. <gasps> that. You have wine? Yeah, that get a real, of course great. I have wine. We need that. We, we need that. You got it. Let's let's hole up. Huh, get it? Hole up? Because <sighs> it's a hole. It's a tunnel, you see. Oh, wow. It's a that play on really words. Funny. Thank you. Ah, hysterical. Let's go. Yes, you look, if I may, pooped. This Before this, there was this pile of bones, and before that, it was a pile of shadows, and then somebody got sucked into the abyss. It was this whole thing, so... What a day you've had bit of a day. Yeah. Yeah, it's all been the same day. Holy heck. No yeah. wonder we're so tired. Buckminster <laughs> is going to help Yolaris to the, to the, he is a gentleman first. Yes, I will limp dramatically. Many heavy size. I don't know if you <sighs> saw, but I backstabbed that one person very good twice. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. It was, I, I heard them, one of them I killed. Do you know how rarely that happens? It was, it was very impressive. You saw that? <laughs> yeah. It was nothing. Yep. Yeah. Made notes. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> the cave opening is a thin sliver. Um, in order to get through it, you have to go turn sideways. Um, but after the initial about two feet, it opens up into a much larger cavern. 
there are a couple of pathways leading through it, but but Minster knows these tunnels like the back of his hand, as all of the royal family of Rashomon know these quite well, uh, and is able to bring you down the path to your left, down through the winding areas of it, past several dead ends, and finally to a iron door. Hmm. These are some lovely caves. Have you slept in here recently? Swept or slept? Ah, both. Both, yes. I used to come down here and sweep and sleep as a boy often. Oh, the fun we'd have sleeping and sweeping and sweeping and sleeping. We would sweep a little place, we'd lay down and sleep there, and then we'd wake up and sweep it again so that no one knew that we slept there. Oh, the fun we had just my nanny and I. Those sound like really fond memories. They were. Huh. Is your nan still alive? Is anybody from your family still alive? If I may That's just be so blunt. That's a great question. I haven't thought about that either. Oh my god, my family might be dead. Minster. Oh. Hey, please, stop breaking this up. I can't help it. We're surrounded by dead things. That's the most prominent question. Um, <sighs> I think my dad is still kicking. Or else this kind of would have probably all ended poorly at this point. Um, I, I'm an only child as far as I know. I mean, there's probably some bastards. That's fine. You know, what are you going to do? Royalty. Huh. Okay, well, I just want to let you know that I'm holding on to something really important that has to get delivered to somebody also really important. The details of which are a little fuzzy to me, and I was just wondering if you can point me in the direction of... When we get to Imamar, will I know exactly where to deliver orders to the army are? Like, is that a clear thing that I can just figure out? Where to deliver orders mm-hmm. to the army? Mm-hmm. It's the last request of my dead friend. Yeah, oh. see, the person who got sent into the, well, not exactly the abyss, the, the shadow fell, is the one who was supposed to deliver those our orders. And uh, now we have them. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I'm going to now make up a name. Sorry, uh, DM, you're going That's to be right. looking for the Iron General. Ooh, do they arm wrestle really well? I mean, yes, but that's not how she got the position. Oh, that's why I've been hired for most of the things that I do. Oh, for arm wrestling? Mm-hmm. Mostly it's either because of my daddy or because I talk my way in. That's how I get my jobs and most things. I like that we both have what really works for us, you know? Yeah, that's about what life is. You know, you got to find what works for you and use it up, you know? Just use it all up. Speaking of being used up, is there a place where we might stop and uh, find a bit of repose for a while? Just sweep a little spot and sleep a little spot. Did you bring a broom? Oh, boy. Oh, how embarrassing. Uh... You want to use the ja- my, my, my uh, glaive? Just like tilt it on its side and like whoosh. He's, okay. gonna, he's going to get down and kind of like spread, like just kind of like pat it down. Is this okay? I assume I've got <sighs> uh, some camping gear. I'm going to throw out a little bedroll for you okay. and say like, here, take a snooze. 
Uh, let's all take a snooze, because I think I know it's beyond this door, but it's been quite a while since I've been home, so there's no guarantee that when I open that door, we won't be stabbed at. <laughs> okay. Probably best to rest a bit before the next stabbing. I mean, I feel uh. great, frankly. I didn't get hurt or even attacked. I've mostly just, I'm a little winded from the running, <laughs> so I'll keep watch. You all kick it uh, and catch some Z's. Marvelous. How long do you all plan on sleeping? I mean, I... This is up to the casters. Yeah. <laughs> I love I, the elf jerk who just uh, meditates, so... Yeah. I mean, I can also meditate, technically, as a half half So elf. there. Um, yeah. <laughs> you so, can half meditate. Okay. You can meditate um, like how Travis meditates, where you sit down and try to do it, and your brain won't stop going, hey, here's a funny joke I just thought of. And you're like, brain, shut up. I'm trying to meditate. Yeah, I... Um, I've heard people call that mind mutiny before, which I really like. Ooh, I like that too. But I could technically, if we wanted to only do a short rest, I could do arcane recovery and get a little bit of spell slots left back. Um, as we stand, I currently have one spell slot of second level. Everything else is gone. It, I mean, it was nighttime, right? It was dark out, wasn't it? When we did it was all this? like twilight-ish at yeah, this point. Sleep yeah, sleep through the yeah. night. Or we could I would just love do a long rest, so I could a be full angry again long tomorrow. rest would be super yeah. neat. Yeah, that would be great. Mm -hmm. I'll prepare breakfast. Oh, I've, breakfast. I've made a delightful, this is a, a nut and berry omelet. People oh. aren't normally brave enough to put nuts in their omelets, but I like the texture. That sounds delightful. Thank you. Any, a little crunch with the smooth of the eggs, mm -hmm. you know? Anything any warm nut sounds... allergies here? Any tree nuts, no. peanuts? Well, no? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Thank you for asking. Of course, of course. Um, before we do go to sleep, I would like to um, ask Buckminster. So have you, were you coming from Immelmar? Have you been to Immelmar recently? I have not been home uh, in a very long time. Uh, I, uh, I'm not entirely sure I'm welcome here, if I'm being honest, but it's much safer in there than it is out here. Did you do something specific for that, or is that just sort of a general sense? I mean, specifically, kind of my whole life, okay. more or less. Um, I wouldn't say being uh, my, my father's son, I'm probably not the one he would have chosen. Let's leave it there. You know what I mean? No, let's not leave it there. I'm a disappointment. Um, and so uh, he often sends me out to do things to try to prove worthiness or prove that I'm a good leader or prove that I can take over after him. And I can't and I don't and I'm not. Um, mm. And so, you know, I get the job done, but not necessarily in a uh, the same kind of illustrious, glorious way that my dear papa would. Mm. I lean forward a bit. I'm like, so my father disappeared before I was born because of some curse in a book. Mm -hmm. But my grandfather definitely sounds like this type. And... Well, have you ever tried lighting anything that he really cares about on fire? Oh, yes. I was 12, uh, and okay. it was his bed sheets. 
whilst he was in them. I thought it was funny. I thought he would laugh. If I'm being honest, I thought he would laugh and it was a prank. I had been reading some prank scrolls that I found and some of my prank heroes had done it. And I was like, this is hilarious. And so I just copied the behavior because I wanted to be cool too, like my prank heroes. And so I lit Papa's bed sheets on fire. He was <laughs> mm, cross and uh, he did not laugh at it the way I'd hoped. And I wasn't allowed to look at those prank scrolls anymore. Well, sometimes you have to travel further afield to find your people, but I think that's hilarious. I mean, yes, if it were up to me, I would be writing my own prank scrolls. That's my dream, not to be king, but to be the king of pranks. I mean, that doesn't seem completely impossible. I've never even said that out loud before. I just realized how passionate I am about pranks. Thank you for allowing me to open up like this. I'm I'm going to like dig through um my pack a little bit and uh pull out a few rolls of parchment and uh pass them to Buckminster. I was like maybe maybe you can use these to draft out your first your first copies. <gasps> that would be excellent. That would be amazing. I have this one oh where you glue someone's butt cheeks together. I'm still working on it. That sounds hilarious. It's all consensual. That's important. It's a consent. This is less of a prank and more kind of a funny thing one could do to make one's peers laugh. I would never glue someone's butt cheeks together against their will. Keela? Yeah? Can I have your consent to do this? Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> Just make It'll sure. Make a surprise, though. <laughs> yeah, make it a surprise. Don't. I, 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 I'm letting you do it, but I'm not letting you tell me when. Okay, Buckminster, your prank scrolls are already wild. Thank you. you are make already sure doing you great. give me credit. That is important to build one's brand. That you say, I saw this on one of Buckminster Eden's uh, prank scrolls. When I'm running around with my butt cheeks glued together, I'll be sure to tell everyone it was because of Buckminster. Yes. My friend Spencer has a store where he sells gifts, and I would like to sell these prank scrolls at Spencer's Gifts. So just tell him you can get more of these prank scrolls by Buckminster Eden at Spencer's Gifts. It's a very hot topic right now. You'll really enjoy them. (laughs) Sounds like there's a lot of franchising opportunities there. That's what I'm hoping, yes. Ah, Gadzooks. It will be quite wonderful. Gadzooks is another one. I don't know if that's super common or just maybe where Buckminster grew grew up, but there was a Gadzooks store right (laughs) next to, it was betwixt the Spencer's Gifts and the Hot Topic. Mm. Oh, those things remembered. (laughs) I think that's particularly like a Rashemi experience in Waterdeep. Mm. I'm not particularly familiar, but perhaps once this is all over, we we can look into going into business. Indeed. Indeed. Now, take a rest. I will fix some vittles, as they say. Uh, and uh, do you want me to keep an eye on the goat? Oh, I she's... know that I said those two things back to back, and it made it sound like I was going to cook the goat. That is not at all what's going to happen. I realize now that that was a weird way to phrase it. I am going to keep an eye on the goat, period, and also make some food for everyone. Separate idea. I think Hilarious Jr. sort of like looks at you suspiciously. and it's like, I've got berries. Nah. Berries. That she is tempted okay. by, yes. Berries. She'll creep forward and, like, snatch a few out of your hand. Mm-hmm. Get her beard all blue. Okay, and you all sleep. It is an uneventful night. You sleep the night through. Mm. 
There's Yay. breakfast ready when you wake up. Oh, there's some wonderful berry and nut omelets. A thing, a concept oh, of which I, so Travis good. McRoy, simply can't get over. Ew, it's disgusting. I know. I think it's I very upsetting. It's awful. But you know what? I can super see into it. it. Yeah. That's the worst part. I can literally visualize it with little nuts sticking out and like whatever berry options you have staining the eggs. I think if you went for a salty, sweet, spicy, like also a bit of a chili pepper thing going on, no. I think you could make it work. This yes. is like if you set out to make like a crepe filled with these things, but instead of a crepe, it's just an omelet. So bad. Yeah. And is here's there any a th- cheese. Oh, yeah. It's bad. Hey, listen, you guys, Buckminster has maybe cooked for himself once in his entire life. Don't have Leon. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's doing. The fact that it is both not raw and not burned is a literal miracle. (laughs) Can I do a performance check to see if I can hide my disgust as I eat this breakfast? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, excellent. Ooh, that's an 11. I don't think I can really hide my disgust here. I'm trying. I'm open to notes. I'm still learning. Any feedback is welcome. Uh, scrap the whole whole thing. I, I don't like the nuts. Let them go. The berries, mm-hmm. let them go. The eggs can stay. The rest, go. But then oh, it's just oh, really eggs. Good. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Hilari is deciding. Um, performance check 18. Ooh. You love it. <laughs> Yay. I'm a good cook. <laughs> Keela doesn't know anything. <laughs> I'm like picking out the eggs for myself and then like feeding Hilarious Jr. the fruit and nuts as I come to them. Mm. So like if we find mm-hmm. Leon on the road, should we just send him to you? Yes. Yes. Okay. And can he make this for us too? This is so heckin' good. He has no sense of taste. I've I've pitched this recipe to him so many times, and he has said, "quote That's disgusting." <laughs> mm, doesn't know what he's talking about. Where is the last place you saw Leon? Well, we were together, coming home, coming here, and then we were attacked. We went separate directions. Uh, you know, to split. Directions. I ran into a tree uh. and knocked myself quite unconscious. When I came to, oh, quite some time had passed and I'd missed our appointed rendezvous time. Oh, and and I I have not seen him since. And how long ago was this? Uh, this was about two days. Okay. Okay, well then, we can make it our second duty. Other than saving the world, we'll make sure that we find Leon as well. Okay, mm-hmm. I will hopefully be at the palace if they let me in. You should make this for your dad. I think he'd really take you back if you do that. Uh, mm, he's got like a whole team of people, and I'm mm, pretty lazy if I'm not trying to impress people. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to impress you through. Was that not clear? I thought... I, I, no. Okay. Success? Very impressed. I just want people to like me. I may not like your food, but I still like you, Buckminster. Thank you. I'm not my food, so that's nice. Can I say I'd like you more if I keep the cloak? Mm, I'll tell you what. You can borrow the cloak. It is still mine. And at some point, I would like it back. But uh, my dad has never really liked my cloak obsession. So wearing it inside would not do... He canceled my subscription to Boy Cloaks magazine when I turned 15. He said, that's old enough. No more of this Boy Cloaks nonsense. 
the whole How thing. How could he? Okay, deal. I feel like you really need to strike out on your own and get away from your father's shadow. I did that, though. I did that for, like, a long time, and it's really scary out there, and I'm running low on money. That is something we can definitely identify with, yes. Yep. It's one day. Huh. All right. Are we ready to go into these doors? Yeah, let's do it. And uh, Buckminster opens the iron door. He's and very much behind the door. He's not throwing it wide. It is a slow, like, And you immediately hear the sound of two people swinging around to face the door. Their weapons are drawn. But as soon as they see your head peering through the crack, our prince. Yes. Hi, Doug. Hi, Dave. It's me. I'm back. Yes. Yes, please. Come in. Come in. When your manservant arrived, (gasps) we thought the worst. Leon's here? Leon! Leon is indeed here at the palace. Oh, thank goodness. How are you guys? How's the kids? Hmm. Well... They and the wife went to Erling with the refugee camp. Oh, mm, mm mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And you, Doug, still single? Still batching it up? Oh, you know it. Never gonna tie me down. You should consider, I mean, you're 50 now, Doug. It's time to settle down, Doug. I like my life well. I mean, I don't really like this, what's going on. That's fair. But in general, you know, I like it. Um, oh, allow me to introduce you uh, to three of my friends. This is Maypri, Yolaris, Kila. They are Hi. Uh, my dear, dear friends. I trust them with my life. I wouldn't be uh-huh. here if it weren't for them. Please take mm-hmm. very good care of them. They are looking for the Iron General. If you could take, well, one of you, one of you should stay here. If one of you could take them to her, it would be incredibly appreciated. Indeed, we can do that. Okay, cool. Well... Ladies, always a pleasure. Um, if you need me, I should be at the palace. Uh, you feel free to drop my name anywhere. No guarantees that that will necessarily help in every occasion. Like I said, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but I'm pretty charming and there are many people who like me here throughout uh, the kingdom, so feel free. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. Uh, and he jots down a quick note. And uh, that says, uh, these are my friends. Give them what they need. Signed, Buckminster. Uh, You know, it says, you know, the prince. And then uh, (laughs) he does a royal seal uh, with his signet ring. There you go. Just show that around. Uh, You know, don't abuse it. I'll hear about it. Looking forward to seeing the first drafts of those scrolls. Oh, yes. Here, I did this yes. one. And hands one to me, Pri. While you are sleeping, this is a very, uh, perhaps too detailed instruction on how one might glue someone else's butt cheeks together in a consensual manner. This is brilliant. Thank you. There's so many words here. I went to art school uh, after going to and failing out of hero school. Okay. The graphics that you did, did, did you draw these yourself? I did. Wow. You were really telling the butt. butt. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Thank you. They're so anatomically adjacent. Mm-hmm, indeed. Thank you. Right over Buckminster's head. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, so Buckminster uh, blows a couple kisses, does a couple waves. Big illustrious bow. This goes on far too long. There's a lot of sweepings of an invisible cloak that he is not wearing. He bows mm-hmm. again. He starts to walk away, turns back. Oh, too much. Oh, how you'll be missed. And then he turns and walks. Doesn't quite make it all the way down the hallway. Turns back, does another deep bow. Comes running back, gives you all hugs. Ah, but really, okay. But for real this time. Makes his way down the hallway, turns the corner. Pops his head back around. Ah, you'll be missed. And then is gone. Is he really gone? And then he comes back and he waves one more time and then he leaves. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The scroll is brilliant. I can't kill it. I can't wait. Me neither. regularly scheduled time March 22nd. We are now all caught up. We are on the right timeline and things will be every two weeks from here on out. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Travis, for being our guest and we hope you have a good week. See you next time. This is embarrassing for me to ask you because I'm a professional DM, but can you investigate at a distance? Yeah, why not? I'm enjoying a delicious San Pellegrino Ascenza. Mm. It's dark Moreo, Morello, Morello cherry and pomegranate. Mm. I don't know what a Morello mm. is. Is that a fruit? It's like or a really that... dark cherry. Morello cherry. <laughs> a varietal of cherry. I'm not very, very familiar dark, with that varietal of cherry. A very rich cherry. <laughs> This episode of The Broadswords is brought to you by San Pellegrino. When when you reach for a barely flavored water, reach for San Pellegrino Ascenza. Flavor adjacent. We Mm -hmm. looked at flavor once. It basically just tastes like hairspray. Yeah, it really does. It it tastes like you left a glass of water near where somebody was hairspraying, and (laughs) some of the hairspray might have settled in the water. Why do you drink this stuff? It's good. (laughs) I know know it doesn't sound like it, but I enjoy it. Really not selling it on me. (laughs) I know. I realize now I'm a terrible spokesperson. (laughs) You were doing great at the beginning. Towards the end, oof, tanked it. And they say, you're right, I deserve that. <laughs> now I, I've changed my ways. I'm no longer floss. going to attack anyone and I'm going to floss. <laughs> I got myself a water pick for New Year's and I said I'd use it and it's been almost a month now and I haven't yet, but you know what? You convinced me. Never too late to start. You're right, mm-hmm. you're right, and I'm going to eat better too. You got this, Susan, you do. Changing my life, I'm going to go into the ministry. <laughs> And Time that is going be to be yeah. the end with me either, I think. <laughs> yeah. Is the end of that episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> something to want to look forward to, you know? Oh, yeah, geez. you have to write that down. You have to remember that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are you gonna use for glue? I'm sure it's in the scroll. <laughs>
Part of me wants to make this like an actual item that like. <laughs> I don't think it has a lot of uses though. <laughs> Theme music by Victoria Rogers. Other music by Cody Martin, Brittle Bones, Catherine's Peak, Inner Fate, Insurgents, Lark, Legend Tells, also Joshua Spacked, To Life, and Cottages by Kevin McLeod of Incomtech. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs>